This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. Brought to you by the good folks at Bet Rivers. And remember, for all your wagering needs, it's Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey, uh, Play Sugar House in Connecticut. And you can get the Mike Francesa Podcast uh, on the Bet Rivers Network or wherever uh, podcasts are distributed. Be looking for uh, a special podcast on the Mets Brave series and it's going to come down to that the Mets as is always the case in big spots are have their hands full with the Marlins when don't they the Marlins have given the Mets the Mets fits through the years and this group of Marlins have decided that they will carry on that tradition so uh the Mets maybe between a rock and a hard place come this weekend in Atlanta, that is going to be fascinating. And then the teams flop. The Mets will play the Nationals. The Braves will play the Marlins So to finish the season. But there is a big difference between winning a division and getting that uh, all-important first or second slot and not doing that because you're going to put in a lot of baseball activity and then you're not going to have the matchup you wanted. So it makes a... Enormous difference, and after spending the entire, almost the entire season in first place, it'll be very tough for the Mets to swallow if they don't uh, win this division against the Braves, but it is a uh, fight to the finish, and the Mets have their big three ready to go. Atlanta has the best three they have right now active because they obviously have some injuries, but uh, you have wonderful pitching matches for the weekend, and it is a late-season all-time classic series shaping up in Atlanta this weekend. So we'll have something on that. Uh, so be looking for that. All right. we say, Let's get to some podcasts. You can always uh, reach us with podcasts by Mike Francis, a podcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Let's uh, see what we have in store this evening. The NFL product, this is Lou emails. The NFL product has never been more entertaining. Every week provides an abundance of compelling football games, uh, only in the midst of a golden age in the NFL. Well, we have been forever, Lou, since the late 60s. The NFL has done nothing but grow as a TV product. It is with the notable exception of college football, which is doing very well on television, it is the only sport that is flourishing on TV. It gets bigger and bigger all the time, and the NFL loves this now. They're, they would like to see more points scored, believe it or not, but no lead is safe in this league. No team is that strong, and you've seen so many games 
this year where teams have had big leads in the fourth quarter and have them erased or have the other team sweated out. I mean, it is crazy what has gone on in this league, and every week is a three-ring circus. That, you know, and that's exactly, exactly what the NFL wants. And the NFL loves that they have the new big players, the new big cash-rich players, you know, just chomping at the bit to be involved. Apple, Amazon, and, you know, they have, you know, countless amounts of money. And that's going to be all into the NFL coffers. So you're right. In a lot of ways, there's things about the NFL that I haven't liked how they've gone. But as an overall product, and especially as a TV product, it's second to none. Mike Lee mails, it's obvious to all of us, the Yankee, to all of us Yankee fans, that Aaron Judge is a cornerstone in the face of the franchise. Uh, being that he bet on himself and is having such an unbelievable season, what is a realistic number that the Yankees are going to have to give him? Um, listen, he wagered on himself. He turned down a very fair offer. He said no, and he's gone out and had, you know, one of the great years one of the great years in Yankee history. And if it's Yankee history, then it's one of the great years in baseball history. So from that standpoint, now, I don't think that will move the Yankees to forget what his age is, what his age will be on opening day next year, and the fact that they have no inclination to give him breakout money for an entire decade. If the San Francisco Giants which is a very attractive place for him, considering his roots. Want to break the bank? It's not an impossibility that he could be somewhere else. How much will it take? I think now you got to figure that there's a very good chance the number will start with a four. And that is something that's going to be very hard for the Yankees to swallow. Chris emails, Thanks to Robert Sala and his staff, the Jets are an underachieving team with little discipline from their veterans. The O-line play has been bad. With that said, Sauce and Garrett Wilson look like players. In hindsight, do you think they should have taken a tackle with one of those two picks? I cannot, do not knock the picks they made. They went out and they thought they brought a franchise tackle in two years ago. Okay, well, now three years ago. The bottom line is it was a risky physical proposition. For a player who does have an extraordinary amount of talent, but does not have an inclination to get himself in proper shape, or maybe even a love for the game, that I just can't tell yet. But the two, the jet. Here's the thing: the Jets clearly have increased the amount of players they have who can make plays on both sides of the ball. Gardner's going to be a player. No question. He already is. Wilson is going to be a player. Hall looks good. They did bring in people for this offensive line, starting with injuries and everything else that's gone uh, bad. The guys who have had to fill in have not done the job. They haven't solved their tackle situation, and it has trickled down, and their offensive line's been a disaster. And it's not going to get better with a young quarterback who still is learning his way 
you know, when he replaces the veteran quarterback who's a statue. This team has a lot of issues. The two things I don't like about it from the coaching standpoint of this team is I think they're not well drilled, and I don't think they have any discipline. I think that the coaching sack lacks maturity, and I think they are not yet able to lean at all on the quarterback position. And when you have to support the quarterback position, that means the rest of your team has to play up. And they don't have the ability to do that right now on the offensive line. Reggie Males, if you had one game to win in the NFL, which coach are you choosing? Is that active? Or is that all time? If it's all time, it's Lombardi. If it's active, it's obviously it can't be anybody but Belichick. It's not fair to say even even if, you know, he and I have never had a great relationship, I would not in any way dismiss how good he's been. So it would be Belichick active all time. It would be, for me, Lombardi. I think the two greatest coaches of all time are Lombardi for his leadership, for his motivation, for his persona, and Paul Brown for the innovations that he made. He is the father of modern football. Every big innovation came from Paul Brown. David emails, my question is, the season that continues the trajectory and it becomes a disaster for the Patriots, might Bill Belichick actually have to worry about his job? Never. Listen, it wasn't going to be easy after Brady. The Pats will never embarrass themselves. Okay, but, you know, the expectations in that city and with that coach are, you know, always going to be very high. The question you would have is, how long is Belichick going to continue if he's not winning? When does it start to really drag on his record and drag on his legacy and start to bother him? That's really the question. But I don't think they would ever do anything to him. Joe from Austin, feels like the entire league doesn't enjoy uh, Angel Hernandez when he umpires a game. Now, listen, why even bother with a setup of an Angel We know how bad an umpire he is. Just leave it at that. Imagine uh, an Angel Hernandez question. All right, you go. Emails. For as long as I've known you, you are not a fan of soccer. But I wonder, will you watch the World Cup? Um, probably not. If there was some compelling storyline that grabbed my interest late in the tournament, maybe. Otherwise, I would really doubt it. I am not a fan of soccer in any way. I don't understand the game, number one. I've never learned the rules of the game, number two. And number three, I just don't have any interest. Uh, Danny emails, was Bo Jackson a better baseball player or a football player? He was a better football player. He was, Bo Jackson was a very good baseball player. He had power, he had speed. He was a great football player. 
So to me, it's not even close. He was a much better football player. Kevin emails, I'm a big Knicks fan. Uh, But I think that it's a joke that Leon Rose only does interviews uh, through the MSG network. Hey, I have always felt that executives owe it to their fan base to go to different venues and answer questions because that's the only way they ever are allowing the people who are the conduit between the fans and the franchise to get answers. The fans expect someone like me to ask a hard question. They expect me to, when I get a chance, to drill down on why you did this, why you did that, and hold somebody's feet to the fire. That's a fair expectation as a fan. And you want to have people in the media who can do that. Do it in a respectful way. You're not trying to do it in a confrontational way. Do it in a respectful way, but understand that it's okay to ask a question that puts you a little bit on the spot. A lot of people won't allow for that, especially in these days where so many teams and so many franchises have their own media vehicles, which has been very comforting for them because they can think they can reach the fans give the fans exactly the information they want to give them, and even more than that, spin the fans. And that's what you get a lot of the times. You get these people who spin the fans or try to spin the fans. And don't think that those, you know, team presidents and general managers and people in those organizations don't try to manipulate don't think like, you know, with the Yankees that Randy Levine doesn't try to manipulate the, the, how the media deals with it. He does. He definitely he always has. Frank emails, I always wondered if after all of the interviews you have done in your career, was there one that was tougher than you anticipated or one that went smoother than you anticipated? I'll tell you what was a tough interview was Don King. It was so hard to get him to be quiet, to get a question in, to actually keep him on track. He would, it was like dealing with a politician. He would answer the question and take it off in a tangent that had nothing to do with the question you were asking him. So that was such a pain in the neck to try to get him back on track. As far as easier than expected, you know, I never minded, I never had a problem if somebody tried to be confrontational in an interview or something. I like that. You know, I always thought give and take was fair. So if you want to come back at us, you know, whether it was Mike and the Mad Dog or me alone, if you want to come back at us, that's fine. I, I think that's, that's very, very fair. And actually, I enjoyed that when it happened. I always loved those kind of interviews. Derek emails, do you think the Mets should lock up Alonzo and McNeil uh, before free agency? Um, Listen, I don't think either guy's going anywhere. I think, first of all, we know they're good friends. Secondly, I think they're very happy here. Um, I think Alonzo is 
uh, a guy who's going to be a Met for his career. He's had a wonderful start to his career. He's had a wonderful season. He leads the major leagues in home run. I mean, in, in RBIs, he's got 40 home runs. I mean, he's really, he's done a great job. Plays every day. And Lindor's done a really good job this year. I don't love Lindor. But I got to be fair about a couple of things. Number one, he plays every day. Number two, if you got a guy at shortstop, plays every day, he's going to score 100 runs, he's already knocked in 100 runs. Hey, you know what? Can't complain about that. Cannot complain about that. Michael emails, what's with this pass that Lions head coach Dan Campbell seems to get? All his team does is lose, and all he does is coach badly. But since he's passionate, he gets a little, uh, gets little flack. Um, Dan, I, like a lot of people, have always liked Dan Campbell's style. But you're right. His bravado, his persona, his, you know, over-the-top kind of tough guy attitude. And the fact that they were such darlings this year on, you know, hard knocks has camouflaged the fact that they don't win games yet. Sooner or later, Dan's got to win games. Has he made the Lions a little more competitive? Yes. Has he put a little fire in them? Yes. But are they winning games? No. They got to win games. So you're you're every you're absolutely very right, and you're right more than some guys. He has gotten a pass. Which team championship is the most difficult for a team to win? I actually think if you mean. Which team is the hardest to build to a championship level? I actually think it's the NBA for this reason. It's all about the one great player. If you don't get that player, you're not going to win a championship. You've got to land that player, and it's hard to land that player. In other sports where you have a big roster like NFL or in baseball where one guy doesn't dominate as much, I think that without question, the most elusive one. Now, if you land the guy, it can be the easiest one, but think about how long. It takes a franchise to land that guy. Think about how long the Knicks have been trying to get that player. It could take years. It could take decades to get that guy. That's why I think it's it's the NBA because you're so reliant on that one top player who puts you over the top from a championship standpoint. Tom in East Brunswick. Why should Yankee fans believe this team can do more than maybe winning a series than losing to the Astros? Um, I don't think anybody should think this team should. I think early on when they were having this magical run, everybody thought this was a team that was going to be one for the ages. I think there is pressure on this team, but let's be honest. 
this team is going into the postseason right now more reliant on one man in the lineup than they've ever been. Number two, they have a bunch of automatic outs in the lineup. No matter who they configure the lineup with, they got a bunch of guys you don't trust in the lineup. And number three, they don't have anybody in the bullpen that you think is lights out. Plus, I don't trust Cole. I'm sorry. How many times do you see him with a 3 nothing lead or a 4-1 lead give up that big home run or two home runs in the sixth inning? Too many times. Way too many times. I don't trust him at all. So if I don't trust the the guy who's supposed to be my ace, and I don't have a someone I can really count on to close the game, why would I think I'm going to win in the postseason? Um, I don't think the Yankees right now look like a team that's going to win at all. They, I don't think they do in any way. Rick from Forest Hills uh, is the last emailer, and he says... David Cohn the other night said he thought the man on second base rule in exchange will continue and that Manfred isn't thinking about removing it. Uh, I don't like it. I know a lot of people who like it. I've had a a bunch of debate with fans, with, you know, uh, people in the business on the golf course. I don't like it. I think it cheapens the sport. I don't like taking shortcuts because you're trying to protect pitching staffs. That's what this is about, you know. This is about protecting pitching staffs and not having 17 and 18 in games. That's what it's about. You know, I have always enjoyed those extra inning games. And you say, oh, they're tedious. Hey, you know what? I don't find them tedious. I never have. And very few of them are going to go that far anyway. But I just don't like, I don't like when they artificially manipulate the sport. Just like I think they should allow the players to solve the shift. Make the hitters, these major league players, make the hitters or reward the hitter who does solve the shift. But the team and the hitter that does solve the shift in the big in the big spot, rather than legislate it out. I don't want them to artificially f- fix their problems, and baseball is now quick to fix their problems artificially. Remember, send your emails to Mike Francesa Podcast at Gmail dot com. A lot more to come this week. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.